welcome to Crafting a Revolution, the podcast. My name is Katie Freeman, and I'm one of your hosts. Every Wednesday and Friday, we bring you interviews with female and non-binary makers of all kinds from all over the world. Today's guest is my friend, Joni Sprague, who is a self-described carpenter, woodworker, and handy person. I think she calls herself a handy person. Um, Living in and working in California, running her own business, um, doing both jobs for clients as well as some TV work and as well as content creation. So I actually first met Joni, um, we were at a Make 48 event together. That's where I got to meet her and hang out with her for a whole weekend. So um, I will definitely tell you that this episode is full of lots of giggles. because I think that's both of us. We both like to laugh a lot. So, um, and we happen to almost be twins. Like our birthdays are a day apart, same year and everything. So that is totally fun. All right, before hopping into it with Joni, I want to give a big shout out and thanks to the patrons over on Patreon. So thank you so much, Lee at Lee Runyon, Annette, 513 Woodworks, Katie Thompson, Women of Woodworking, Kevin, Lefty's Woodshop, Christy, Twisted Twine, Jeremy, Jeremy Spies, Sammy, Go Sammy Lee, Rachel, Moody Makes, Bonnie, Tool Mom, Bonnie, ToolMomStore.com, Laura, Oakley Soap Company, Brandy, Studio, Obey, Lee, The Rainbow Carver, Ellen, Little Bear Furniture, and Ethan, Ethan Carter Designs. Thank you all so very much for continuing to support the podcast, helping us to produce two episodes a week, every week. Um, Truly your patronage means so very much. That's why it is very important to us that we thank you at the top of every episode. If you are enjoying the podcast and would also like to help support it, you certainly can head on over to patreon.com forward slash crafting revolution check out there's different tier levels um, and any tier that you would sign up for gets your name added to the list that gets thanked at the top of the episode all right let's go ahead and head on in to my chat with Joni okay don't say no (laughs) (laughs) um all right. If you're good, we can we can roll on into it. Let's do it. Okay. Well, ma'am, I always ask, can I call you ma'am, or do you feel old? Like I feel old when people say ma'am. <laughs> like, uh. I mean, technically, is it, is it ma'am for a married person? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. But so are you a are you a perpetual miss? I mean, I like I like Ms. When I like write things down, I'm always like Ms. It's not your business, it's Ms. You know, but no, I don't care. Whatever, you can call me Ding Dong for all I okay. care. <laughs> okay, well, either way, any name that you go by, I ask my guests to introduce themselves. So, would you do that for me? Absolutely. So, my name is Joni Sprague, and I am living in Huntington Beach, California. I'm originally from Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, which is like kind of north of Pittsburgh, about 30 miles. So, I'm a carpenter, maker, uh, construction handy person. <laughs> construction handy <laughs> person. Love it. And so, it's not Sprague. I was like, 
No, it's Sprague. I know. <laughs> it literally is spelled Sprague, like yes. phonetically, but it's Sprague. I know. And I've I've gotten every type of variation of that. I went to the DMV last week and they said Sprague <laughs> And I was like, what? Ragu? Spaghetti? What? <laughs> Oh, and the uh, DMV in uh, California is no joke. That is the one thing that I like. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like, are you one of those adults that will even when kids are not in the equation will watch a kid's movie? Uh, yeah, I watched Luca on the plane. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, oh, because I always know, like, the more you watch kids movies, you realize how much they are for adults, too. Yes, yes. <laughs> One hundred percent. And you yes. pick up on the stuff that kids wouldn't pick up on, and like right. the jokes and stuff. Yeah, they're good. So, have you seen Zootopia? Uh, With the fox and the rabbit and the whole. Yes, that's the one where like there's a sloth at the DMV. Yes, that's yeah. the exact scene. Like, I we weren't living in California anymore, but when we watched that movie, and I like seriously, I think I peed my pants, like laughing so hard at that because I'm like, legit, that's the DMV, yeah. in California. It's true. <laughs> yeah, they're, and they're not nice there. I went there no. one time, and um, I we had to bring like two forms of mail and mm-hmm. one form of this and that, and it has to be all the, you know the specific has to be insurance or mm-hmm. some sort of bill. So I, I grab it. I saw nationwide. I saw Joni Sprig on the envelope. I grabbed that. I grabbed this other thing and I, and I go there and she sees my ID. It says Joan. And she sees my mail. This is Joni. She goes, this isn't the same name. I was like, what the heck you call Mike and Michael different things. I'm like, this is me. Right. And I was like, please don't turn me away. Please don't turn me away. I feel like I was begging. I know. <laughs> But they are just so they just want something to be like sassy about, you know? Exactly. Exactly. I feel bad. All right. So I'm the one who digressed us, but you know, yes. I had to had to talk about the DMVA. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanna know, I wanna know the story of Joni from like baby Joni to uh-huh. like how did you get into uh carpentry handy person woodworking stuff? Yeah. So I, uh, like I said, I'm from Pennsylvania and I grew up in a, mm, not necessarily rural, but the, the rural world was like right there. It was like on the edge of like country and like small city, mm-hmm. I guess you could say not big city, but, but I don't know, maybe kind of like suburbia. Pennsylvania is weird. It's like, I don't know. It's kind of probably like Iowa where there's, there's, it seems like a big city, but it's really not. Right. And then like the cornfields like right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So I grew up around like, you know, a little bit of everything as far as you know, being able to play in the woods all day and and come home when the streetlights came on type situation and build my own tree houses and play with whatever I had. I mean, we were super poor, so we whatever we could find to play with. I remember one time we dug into the hillside and there's lots of clay in the earth in Pennsylvania. And we dug into the hillside and we built this fort and my mom would come out and hang blankets from the trees and whatever we could do. Right. You know. So I always in really enjoyed creating, building, um, <clears throat> thinking of ways to, to make things happen and uh, very hands-on type person. So my dad, before he became a minister, he was a glazer. So he did like glass 
installation oh. for many, many years. And so he's super handy. He can pretty much build anything. And he's also a big car guy too. So I learned a lot from him as well. My mom's uh, worked in the steel industry. So she was a steel mill crane operator um, and also a car buff too. So I learned, she's a very strong woman. So I learned yeah. a lot from her too. So, uh, you know, growing up, total nerd, like, I don't know, just band geek. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything cool. I had like three friends. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then we moved to Ohio when I was Ohio in 98. I think I was like a junior in high school. And I finished high school out there, went to a little bit of college and moved back to PA and started modeling. I, I dropped out of college, actually. And I didn't like college because I didn't know what I wanted to do, honestly. It's like someone had a gun to my head. They're like, pick a major bitch. Yes. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like Japanese education, marketing, I, I computer science. I did all of those things within like three years. And I'm like, well, none of this is going to work. This is not for me. But I dropped out, went into modeling, just kind of rode that wave for a while. Um, I was on America's Next Top Model, which was a really great platform and kickoff for my wanting to be on TV type world mm -hmm. career that I did for a while. And after the dust settled and I kind of had some fun in life and did my thing and all my traveling, I kind of was like, okay, I know I can't do this forever. What am I going to do? I don't have a degree. I'm, I am not going back to college and doing this all over again. I'm 28 years old or 26 or I don't know how old I was, but I was like, Okay, let's figure something out. So I started doing personal organizing, like cleaning for people and doing their closets and stuff like that. And then what that turned into was, well, I really want to store things in the attic, but there's no floor up there. It's just joists. And I'm like, well, we could put some plywood up there. And it turned into me figuring out problems with their closets and building in shelves or and really simple stuff, too. And it probably wasn't always the best, but it was a way it was a way to begin. And then that developed into me auditioning for a TV show um, that was on the DIY network. And with but very little knowledge, I had, <laughs> somehow by the grace of God, I got that job. <laughs> <laughs> but what was awesome about that and what was like it clicked for me was they threw me in with this construction crew and they were like, Let's do this. You're climbing under this crawl space. You're going to be doing this. You're going to be doing that. I don't, it, it's 40 degrees outside. It's raining. You're going to be working with us. And I just felt like, I'm like, I'm up for this. I love this. This is great. I'm learning so much. And I worked with some amazing ca cabinet makers and carpenters and construction gurus, really, truly. For four years, I did that. And I fell in love with it. And I learned so much. And then from there, I was like, this is what I want to do. I don't want to go back to an office job. I've done that. <clears throat> you know, it wasn't for me. Office jobs are great. I'm not dumping on them, but it just wasn't for me. So from there, I started like doing my own little handyman custom closet type business. Mm -hmm. And then from there, uh, the TV career kind of like went hand in hand with that for many years. So I uh, did a TV show and I would still do handyman stuff, TV show, handyman stuff. And then the woodworking was kind of the newer thing. That's probably in the last six years. I thought, you know, I really like working by myself and I obviously can't do all this heavy lifting like these guys can do and all this kind of stuff. I can still do some construction, but 
I like making all these little pieces of furniture and little things and blah, blah, blah. so then I started getting into it that way and um just you know started learning as I went really mm -hmm. truly I mean I didn't take any carpentry classes or anything like that but a lot of it was it just made sense um mm -hmm. I just my brain works that way with that with woodworking and um I've had a couple great mentors along the way too that have taught me tons of stuff just great techniques or you know whatever and um youtube youtube's a great resource <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know? but that's about it i mean i just kind of realized that i couldn't go back to an office and i wanted to work for myself so this really fits me well so now here's like the question i gotta know i have to learn or understand like how do you are you still doing are you still like right now doing client work client work like like, like construction they, construction or woodworking okay mm -hmm. yeah so um it's all word of mouth so i drive around my everyday driver is a 78 ford and okay. on the side of my doors i have big magnets <laughs> that say a little bit workshop you know carpentry and handy ma'am Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I get a lot of word of mouth work here locally in my neighborhood. It'll keep me pretty busy. Like on Monday, I, I'm putting in a countertop, butcher block countertop for someone in a sink in their little motor home mm -hmm. um, that, down the way. And I, I did some closets just recently. I do tons of orders for Christmas. But um, yeah, but I also now I'm becoming more and more of a content creator, mm -hmm. which you couldn't have told me 10 years ago, you're going to be making videos on the internet, making money. I'm like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> but that's become a thing too, which I'm like, hey, whatever, however you can make the money and pay the bills, let's do it. Mm -hmm. So I do that too. Are you doing content on all of the platforms or is there? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> If there was a magic pill I could swallow and that would just make YouTube channels happen, I would do yeah. a YouTube channel, but I literally <laughs> don't know how people freaking do it. Like I literally don't, I don't have the energy. Yeah. I can do my Instagram all day long and Instagram automatically posts to Facebook and right. Twitter. Oh, great. I have to do none of that. Right. Right. But people are like, you don't post on TikTok. I'm like, what? TikTok? I'm like, no, what the hell is TikTok? <laughs> Oh, you don't do a YouTube channel? I'm like, girl, I ain't got the time to do a YouTube video. <laughs> if a client hired me to do her closets and she's paying me her money, I'm not going right. to stop and set up a camera. Right. I'm not at the point yet as a content creator where I have the time and the money to just pop off all day. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. And just yep. fart around and make a bunch of videos just because like, I have unlimited amounts of cash. Yes. <laughs> sitting around <laughs> now if i could get to that point one day that'd be awesome but yeah. it's just yeah. hard it's hard to create content when you're actually working on someone else's dime yes, yes. well even even working on your own dime like huh. i mean it makes everything take way longer <laughs> <laughs> yes it does yeah i did i did my first like uh Home Depot partnership, and I was like, "Nice, get them Home Depot dollars." Um, mm -hmm. And it, you know, what I had contracted with them, so I did like stuff for Instagram, and really, I made like just one short and 
kind of shared it on Instagram and, mm-hmm. and you know that but they wanted also long form YouTube and I'm like oh my god I haven't, I know. I haven't done a long form YouTube in a long time like I have my channel but really what goes out most regularly on it is the podcast these days so mm-hmm. I haven't really done a lot of projects but this was like a super simple like super simple project that I did and it took me an entire day. And I'm like, why? No, oh, because I can only like nail in two nails and then I have to move camera angles. The camera, and yes. <laughs> and I'm filming on like my DSLR and my phone so that oh, I can get no. like, you know, the whole thing. And I'm like, it's oh, so yeah, much work. that's why I don't do this. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I mean, like people be like, there's so much untapped money in YouTube. I'm like, okay, but like just rolling that first ball down the hill i'm like i can't even get to that point right. my friend's like just save all your instagram stories to your phone mm-hmm. and then string them together and make videos and start just put i'm like mm-hmm. i mean now that youtube has youtube shorts like yeah that's totally like oh, YouTube shorts? what's yeah. that it's basically like instagram reels i mean it's essentially oh, hey. yeah so you can oh, use the yeah. same thing you did for uh, Instagram. That's what I do. If something starts performing well on uh, Instagram Reels, I'm like, oh, that one's one to go up on YouTube Short, you know. And I basically oh. like I pick the same song. I pick everything the same and okay. just post it up there. And you know, you'll get some that do well and some that don't. But it's huh. it's another avenue of like trying to push. It's not my main focus by any mm-hmm. means because, like you, it's like. If I, I would, I want to wait until I can do it well. And by doing well, I mean, like, I have somebody to film and edit for me. And mm-hmm. it's not me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's crazy, too. I've, I've got a couple friends around here who are excellent. They're like, that's what they do for work yeah. is video yeah. work. I'm like, hey, how much would you charge me to like, just come film this video and just give me the footage. I can edit it. Like, you know, she's like, well, my rate is like 1500 a day. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, I can't even afford to do that. No. I'm like, how are these content creators? I mean, they just must be making stupid money. Yeah. So when you're saying you're, you know, creating content, you're mainly on Instagram. Yes. And are you, is the money, the brand sponsorships you're working with? I mean, I know you have like Carhartt and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Carhartt. I work with, um, Type Bond. I've done Home Depot. I've done stuff for, um, Metabo HPT mm-hmm. and Bessie Clamps and just a bunch of different brands. I've just reached out over the years just mm-hmm. for you know, posts or yeah. uh, you make a six or power pro hardware is another one just doing like little 60 second videos <clears throat> for them. And what I'll do is and those are easy because I'll yeah. just, Oh, I mean, to make a 60 second video is so easy. That's, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like an old lady. I can do that. And I just kind of clip them together and put music under them and boom. Yeah. But that's, you know, that's pretty much the extent of my video making. <laughs> So far, anyways, yeah. So far, anyways, <laughs> I haven't pulled the trigger yet on buying a real camera. Yeah. Which I want to, but I'm like, if I go out and spend six hundred dollars, or I don't even know how much they cost, right, on a camera, and then I'm like, I don't know. Someone's like, get the iPhone 13. It's just as nice. I'm like, is it though? I don't know. <laughs> 
You know who's really awesome and I love their videos? This is how beautiful they look is um is it Bowcraft? Um uh, hold on let me it's Bow Design or um I might be saying his last name wrong. Like B A Bowloy Bowloy Design Craft. Yeah, I think I think I follow him. Bowloy, he's yeah. got the most beautiful videos. And I'm like I just want to message him. I know he's going to be like, I've got a Canon mark. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yes. The $6,000 camera that I can't afford. Yes. Well, I didn't, I didn't have a DSLR and I've been on YouTube for almost five years now, but I didn't have a DSLR. I was using my like Sony Handycam that we had bought oh. to like record, you know, the birth of my son my oldest like I was like I'm commandeering this for the business um and it was still like that was still better than my phone but then I bought um uh Char from the Wooden Maven I bought her used DSLR she gave me a good deal because you know we're buds so <laughs> um, and it's like it's it's an older version, but it's amazing. Like I filmed the Home Depot video on it and I'm just like, oh my God, like what have oh, I been wow. missing out on? Really? Is that yes. good? Yes. Dang it. And, and it allows me like, like usually for product photos, I have my neighbor down the street who's like a world renowned photographer. Like he does all of my uh, product photos for cheap because he likes me. Um, but this allows me to like not always bug him for just like a onesie twosie too. Like, you know, now that I've studied his kind of like I like his style, I'm like, okay. So I know some places of like, where do I stand with the camera? What angle should I be trying to get? Mm. Like all of that kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah. And do you know um call me maybe? Yes. Yeah. His, his, I mean, obviously he's a professional you know photographer and everything yeah. but like just how he gets those like apertures yeah like yeah yep. blurry shots i'm yep. like oh dang it i want to do i want that <laughs> <laughs> i want to do that that's so cool i know that's what i've been playing with with the dslr and i i did at least a decent enough job that with the mm -hmm. recent like i posted um some tray photos on instagram and even my wife was like did you have greedy come down and take pics? And I was like, no, I took those. She's like, oh, what? No. Like, you know, like, nice. like, I got some skills. I can, nice. I can figure this out. <laughs> Very nice. Yes. So, I mean, do you see yourself leaning in more on the content creation as you continue to go forward? Like, do you feel like that's a path or do you always want to be kind of like working with the client and, you know, doing that kind of stuff? Good question. Um, it's, it's kind of an odd, like time to be alive, honestly, because, you know, electronically we're so attached to these devices. It's like, if you don't have, youtube or instagram like or you know have a, a profile you're so right. attached from the world so you feel this pressure number one to be on there <clears throat> and like my husband he's like oh well i don't i don't i have an instagram but i don't go on there i'm like right. i'm so jealous of you yeah. <laughs> so it's so there's almost like this like necessity like the, yeah. that you have to do it so i'm kind of just gonna follow where things lead i guess but i don't want to be losing myself in the process so 
I took a break over the last kind of month and a half where I was posting so much. I'm like, gotta grow my numbers, gotta grow this account, yeah. gotta get these followers and all this stuff, and I want to go viral. And I'm like, thinking, and then I'm like, nothing's happened. The growth never happened. I did all the things I thought I was supposed mm -hmm. to do right with posting three times a day and doing reels and stories and all this right. other crap. I'm like, I'm exhausted. I'm depressed. I'm. It's <laughs> making me judge myself against mm -hmm. others. Yep. I'm jealous of this of this creator. I'm jealous of this maker. And why do they have so many followers? I'm doing the same exact thing they're doing. And it was literally bad for my mental health, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's like trying to draw that line and being mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm going to make money and do my job. Or yep. do I let it go? Because I need to be happy as a person. Yep. I, I get FOMO, I'm not going to lie. <clears throat> and I'm going to be like, oh, well, I could be on there doing stuff. But that's like my ego talking. Being like, yep. You need to get more followers. <laughs> yeah. But look how many people liked it. Look yeah. at all that, look at that crack. Smoke that crack. Get that Instagram <laughs> crack. That <laughs> is. It's like drugs. You're just yeah. like, ooh, I need some. I need some pumping up to my ego. Mm -hmm. And for so long, I was I was a very much a, a yogi type, Deepak Chopra type person mm -hmm. for a long time. I'm like, your ego is not your amigo. <laughs> let that go and you're gonna just be like living in the moment and present and then instagram came along and it mm -hmm. ruined that whole thing and so i don't know man i mean i really want to i want to keep working and making money and stuff but i don't like i said i don't want to like lose myself i don't want to feel sad i don't want to start judging myself it's hard to stay strong i think we need um people to talk to we need to speak yes. to yep. each other you yep. know what i mean like check in with someone and being like hey man you know are you taking a break have you taken right. a break from social media this week or instead of like are you on uh spotify this week i don't know no i totally i totally get it like yeah i'm that's usually my cue too to like walk away is like when I start getting that tinge of like jealousy of another maker, like landing some sweet deal and I'm like, WTF, like I'm working my ass off and I'm not getting that, that stuff. Um, and then I'm like, oh, okay, it's time to, uh, <laughs> it's time to put the phone down <laughs> and walk yeah. away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because uh, yeah. the reality is, is it's like that person's usually my friend and I'm actually really happy for them that they got, you know, yes. that they made that deal. And so, um, yeah, yeah, you have to totally. take the time to like walk away and to your point, like, yeah, there are a few makers that it's like, we've gotten close enough as friends that's like we text or, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. we can hop on a call or something mm -hmm. like that so that it's like a, is remembering there's real humans on the other side. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, I agree. And I and it's I have definitely made some good friends and COVID really strangely enough brought us all together. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, <laughs> but it's been nice, you know, it's been nice like you know, getting a hang. I mean, I only met Shar two years ago for a day or two at WorkbenchCon, but mm -hmm. then we became friends through Instagram. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I met you through Instagram. I met uh, Brandy Obey through Instagram. Uh, Jordan gets Growler Domestics through Instagram. And people I've never even met in person yet. 
Right. Some of them I just started meeting in person, like Ethan Abramson yes, and yes. stuff like that. But uh, I, I'm like, dang it. I feel like when you see him in person, you just want to be like, can I touch your face? Yes. <laughs> Are you a real person? But it's so nice. I'd, I'd love the maker community. Yes. So that's something I don't want to let it go because I'm having so much fun, but I just have to find that balance. Yeah. Um, awesome. And I mean, do you, you I, I've seen you in action around like camera crews because I got to see you at Make 48, but mm -hmm. you seem like super comfortable like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I, there's something about like, and that's the thing, people, it, the money isn't that great. I mean, you can make just as much money in a normal job if you did a TV show, you know. Yeah. And also, too, you when you shoot a TV show, sometimes it'll be done in six weeks. Sometimes it takes three, four months to shoot a TV show. It just depends how many episodes are ordered. But you have to think about all of the um, things you're giving up when you do TV. You can't yeah. have your normal job anymore. You're leaving your husband and your wives mm -hmm. and your kids and your pets behind if you have to travel. It's a lot of, you know, sacrifice. Yeah. So <clears throat> you could make $700 a day. You can make $1,500 a day. Right. Um, you can make more than that. But also, there, you know, you got to start at the bottom. So if you've yeah. never done, done a show before, you're going to be working for pennies. Mm -hmm. And it might not seem worth it to do it at all. You might just say, I don't know, keep doing my normal job, you know right but what's fun about it is like i i was also a theater kid so i love hanging out with people and getting really close and making this wonderful thing happen mm -hmm. and being like traveling and sticking with this little pod of people and just i love that because like i don't know if you've ever done a theater show before but you just become so close with your your castmates that mm -hmm. when the show is over you have made lifelong friends you keep in touch and you all have very like minds too so that's always really fun to nerd out and be like okay you know oh okay we need room tone okay we're gonna do it yeah <laughs> all these things you know it's just you just get all excited to do it it's fun to it's fun to create tv mm -hmm. but it's a lot of work and it's not necessarily like the most lucrative thing but yeah if you enjoy it then that's that's good yeah i would say the that's I'm glad you brought up the whole like like the travel and the like you're not doing your day job and all of that stuff because um, the reality is is like that's what's like kept me from pursuing some opportunities is like you know it gets brought up I'm like kind of like oh that could be cool mm -hmm. but you know I get all the details and then it's like okay now I gotta talk with my wife and be like hmm, yep. how do you feel about me being gone for three months Exactly. And you being a single parent, and she's like, uh, fuck no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's no joke. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. a lot of the, like, I've seen people, I knew, I've known cameramen who've gotten divorced because they, you know, they just, they're gone all the time. Um, you know, people just, there's a lot of infidelity. I, mm -hmm. I know, I can, I could write a book of all the crazy stuff <laughs> I've seen. Um, just, just, you know, it's, I don't yeah. know. People, it's hard to be away from home, but some people are used to that kind of life and some people aren't. And some people are definitely not cut out for it. It's a lot of stress too. Mm -hmm. You got to get up. You got to be on set at 6, 7 a.m. But now you're, you're on the East Coast time. So you're like, oh, I'm all messed up in my head. <laughs> and then, you know, then you work until 10, 11, 12. And sometimes like for me as a carpenter, when I did trading spaces, they, they would shoot the camera. There would be two crews, but yeah. they're not. Sometimes they're both with Paige Davis. And they're not mm -hmm. with me at all. And I can't work. 
Mm-hmm. We got to finish this room in three days. So I can't do anything. They might put up a little GoPro in the tent and then I can maybe yeah. do a little, a little work as I go, but they need to be there watching me do the work so they have the footage. Right. So I sit on my butt all day long until the cameras are ready for me and then I've got nice little chunks of work that I can do and right. then I can do the rest of the work behind the scenes. Yeah. So that, I mean, it's really stressful sometimes too. Weird. How did you learn like to, like you just said, like to plan some of that out, like the plan <clears throat> the chunks out and stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we know, on most of the shows that we do, we know ahead of time what the projects are going to be. We always have like calls and we go over PDFs and say, okay, we're going to need a platform bed. We really want to build a cabinet and we want like a desk. And I'll be like, okay, well, the bed's easy. I can do, do that in an hour and a half or something like that. If you just if you just let me work and you want to see a couple little things, but like the desk is gonna be a little bit more involved. Okay, maybe I need like all three days for that and mm-hmm. plan it out and spread it out. But it just I guess it just comes with with it with it you know the time. Also too, if you have good producers on this show that have done shows like this in the past, then they can kind of they have a great timeline that you mm-hmm. go by. But a lot of times, like the last show I did, they had never done unscripted um, renovation show before. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, if you want to see this go up, you need to film this now because no. I, this has to go in before this can go in. Right. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, but yeah, but it's fun. I mean, don't get, like I said, it is very fun to do. If you, if you, if you can do a show and right. you get the chance to do a show, you should do one. It's fun. Right. Yeah um is that what brought you to california i moved here when i was 25 um i just done america's next top model and i was modeling full-time that was my job so i moved to california tyra banks called me i was living in washington dc with my boyfriend and i was like she's like joni there's an agency in california and they really want you to come out and i was like bye boyfriend bye (laughs) I just, no, I don't mean to be rude, but I did. I was like, I'm out. I'm like, LA, yes. So I had modeled in New York before and I I modeled in Pittsburgh and Chicago and local, all East Coast stuff. And I'm like, West Coast? I'm like, yes. So I moved out there. I actually stayed with um, some friends that were, that, that were worked in the crew on Top Model. I hopped couches. I didn't have a car. Um, this was also 2006. So it was really different back then. This was yes. like flip phone era. This was, yes. one, yes. you know, this is <laughs> no one has internet on their phone. Right. Um, there's no iPads, nothing like that. So <clears throat> no Airbnb I, going on. No. I crashed couches. I did what I can, I did what I had to do. I like worked at a, as a bar back at this bar in Hollywood until I, I bought this a car off of a DJ that was booted. I had his raised $700 to get the boot off. And then he gave it to me for like 600 bucks more or something like that. I mean, I literally beat the pavement here in LA and modeled like crazy. And and then, and then, like I said, when I turned like 28, I was like, I really can't do this anymore. <laughs> I remember I was traveling and I was in a runway show and the girl behind me was like five eleven, six foot tall, beautiful woman. And she's speaking Portuguese and she's just so gorgeous. I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, so beautiful and and the one girl was like oh yeah she's 14. i was like what <laughs> i was like what the are you kidding me she's a grown woman i saw her taking ecstasy two nights ago at the bar right 
I'm like, get me the hell out of here. I'm like, I'm done. I'm a grandma. These kids are, right. I'm not. I, and then, then you also feel like this. Oh, I have to protect these children. Yes. And I was yes. like, I'm like, I gotta get out of here. I can't do it anymore. So that was also the big thing for me. I'm like, ah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, makers. Today's episode is sponsored in part by toolmomstore.com. At toolmomstore.com, you can find any and all tool-based merchandise for all genders, all sizes. They've got mugs, they've got shirts, all kinds of cool stuff. I have uh, one of the shirts myself that has the uh, hashtag woodworker on it. And I also have a couple of the mugs that define what and who is a tool chick. So super excited with the merchandise that I have. I know that you will be satisfied as well. Um, and also, great discount for those of you who listen to the podcast at checkout. If you enter the code maker mom, you will get a 20% discount off any of the merchandise that you buy. So that's just toolmomstore.com. All right, let's head back into the action. Which is, which is weird to say at 28 that you're too old. Right? Like, I mean, that's just weird. That's a whole different world. Mm -hmm. It's really weird, but there's like, there's definitely a small window if you're going to do that kind of stuff. That's for sure. I mean, like, how old were you when you were on uh, Top Model? Uh, 24. Okay. Yeah. We filmed that show at the end of 2005. And I just turned 25. And then it aired in 2006. Okay. And then I moved to LA in 2006. Then that that winter, or was it the next winter? winter? I can't remember. Maybe it was the next winter. I went and I traveled around, did modeling in a couple different countries. Mm -hmm. Then when I came back in 2008, then I auditioned for the TV stuff. Okay. Started doing that, yeah. So it was a really short little window of of me doing that stuff in LA. Mm -hmm. And before I was like, eh. <laughs> 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 yeah. And if I had a kid, I would never let them model. Yeah. <laughs> No, hell no. Now that I saw what children do, little children, right? right. No. What uh, what do you feel like draws you more, like making or like the the acting TV stuff? Hmm. It's funny because you know when you um, when something stresses you out, sometimes you like it more. Mm -hmm. When there's a little more like what's gonna happen right. <laughs> <laughs> you like it more that that is the allure of tv because when you audition for your, a show you're like i nailed that audition i might get that oh am i gonna get that ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> waiting for a text from my agent oh am i gonna get this show oh no, my gosh it's very exciting and so mm -hmm. that is very fun but i love working by myself mm -hmm. i love that i don't have to listen to a boss I can just go down into my garage and start working on stuff and, you know, take orders from people or, you know, whatever I want to do, whenever I want to do it. Mm -hmm. It's great. Um, and that is wonderful too, because it's definitely a more relaxing mm -hmm. job, but I think they, they love, they even each other out. Yeah. You know, I like both, but yeah. I definitely, I mean, I don't think I could do TV forever. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be someone younger and prettier <laughs> or more, you know, t more skilled than me or, mm -hmm. 
You know, I mean, there's a couple exceptions to the rule out there. I mean, Ty Pennington's still kicking ass and he's almost 60. Right. <laughs> you know, he's still doing it. He's a good buddy of mine. Good guy. And I'm like, I mean, if we could all be Ty Pennington's, that would be legit. But I think <laughs> there's a short window for that too. Yeah. But but the great thing with carpentry is you can do it as long as your body will let you. Right. You could do it till you're in your 80s. <laughs> right. Think how, think how good you're going to be when you're 80. <laughs> so good you're gonna be like teaching your grandkids how to do it and like i love it i love that there's not really many careers out there where you can do that true true do you i mean i guess i don't know what the world looks like especially in the tv sphere when obviously there if people are calling you off of your big magnets then they they probably know who's showing up at their door but sometimes <laughs> do you get a have you felt any of that like where's your husband type of uh <laughs> type of vibe oh yeah all the time like I, i'll be at the gas station and some guy will look over and like look at my truck oh cool truck I'll be like thanks carpentry huh that's your husband's business Oh, handy ma'am. <laughs> and then I'll be get a couple jokes, but yes, yes, that's what I do. You know, give me a call anytime you need anything. <laughs> I, really, I do a lot of gates here in town. I do fence work, uh, whatever you guys need, you know, just give me a call. Oh, wow, that's great. Good for you, honey. I get a lot of that too. Oh, <laughs> like, so that you do that. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, oh God, punch me in the face. <laughs> it's yeah i definitely get a lot of that i get a lot of um you know well okay for me i gotta walk into home depot i gotta be i better be wearing full head to toe carhartt work boots pencil dangling from my little carabiner i gotta have you know my wallet sticking out of my pocket and it maybe a tape measure in my hand or else mm -hmm. everybody and there's gonna be like hi honey is there something i can help you find today <laughs> but not just that it's gonna be like what are you working on yeah I just, I mean, okay. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yes. I'm not a, I'm not a, in the majority, right? right? Females don't do this, but at the same time, we're growing. There's right. more of us. Right. So don't act surprised. It's like, we're, there's a lot of us out there. It's mm -hmm. okay. And we can do things and we can do things really well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm used to it by now. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to, I'm going to do a new reel. Um, maybe I'll do it today and I'm, I'm going to tag you in it so you can see it. Okay. <laughs> it's about mansplaining. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like some of, some of the, um, you know, female makers I follow, especially some of the like women of color that I follow, some of them lately have been like on fire with like coming back at the trolls as Ooh. they're like, trying to like mansplain on their post of them making something you know oh really <laughs> like posted to their stories and i'm like yes yeah. <laughs> i love that yes i know there's a lot of like there are two woodworkers in particular that are female that i follow that i i mean a lot of times they don't show their face right yeah. so you yeah. wouldn't know if right. they were a girl or not right and um they're so talented i just i i just love that people try to come for them like mm -hmm. 
Like you could, she could run circles around you, bro. <laughs> Hold on, let me see if I can find the one. Who's it? Who is it? Uh, crap, I can't remember. There's Depp. Well, five one three Woodworks. Yes, that's one I was thought, uh, thinking of. Is uh huh. And then is it? Yeah. There's another one. I can't remember. It's not six by eight. It's something else. There's a, there's a. Is it? It's not three by three custom. Three by three custom. Yes, tomorrow. Yes. yes. Yeah. So insanely talented. <laughs> like holy crap! I'm like yeah. blown away by them. So. Yeah, tomorrow yeah. the like the jigs and the fixtures she comes yeah. up with for all of her stuff. I'm just like, I just. Like, can you just send them to me when you're done with them? And then I'll just like add them to like. <laughs> I know. Oh, she's so wonderful. She is. But yeah. So. Yeah. I used to get that. So for a really long time, I had my logo as my little like biopic, not like my face. Uh-huh. And I wasn't always like showing myself, you know, you'd see my hands, but you didn't see anything else. Mm -hmm. And so I would just not necessarily like mansplaining or anything, but I would get lots of comments of like, great work, dude, or awesome work, man. And like, you know, then I'd be like, thanks. <laughs> I'm a chick, but thanks. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so, yeah, which, which sometimes would actually change then the comment, like they would be like, oh, didn't know, like, you know, and then they'd point out a mistake or something. And I'm like, thanks. Like, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have done that if you still thought I was a dude, but you okay. know, right. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> I know. Like slowly one by one, we will be changing the world. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely that. Oh, um, and Katie, I should mention for your listeners that our birthdays might as well be on the same day. They might as well be. They really our mothers, be. our mothers were in labor at the exact same time. Yes. Yes. You just popped out before me. <laughs> <laughs> Probably which, just by a few hours. Who knows? I know. But which I should say to much to my mother, like feeling, thank God, because my mom was in labor for five days with me. So Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. they I used to when I was little, there was quite a bit of time where like every birthday year she would give me like a tiny present on like this day you were almost born and this Aww. day you were almost born <laughs> oh i love that yeah that's really cool i know my mom says that too i was her first and she's like you know i was in labor with you for two days i'm like yes. oh <laughs> I'm, I'm never gonna know what that's like <laughs> you're like i don't need to know what that's like thanks thanks uh, yes <laughs> no. No. Mm -hmm. i know yes yes this is true how are you feeling now that you've hit the big uh you did i was impressed with the uh celebration you gave yourself over that uh oh for turning 40 yeah thank you yeah. uh yeah i um yeah i don't know i i i think we all kind of look at it differently some people it's funny i mean some people i've met that are our age yeah they act like they're 60 they're like oh my life is over i'm 40. yeah I'm getting gray hairs i might as well just be dead right like, wow really like stop it yes and then there's other people out there that that will make you feel like uh oh you're gonna be 40. Mm -hmm. you, didn't, you didn't do this 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 mm -hmm. this, this or this yet 
And that's what was happening to me. I was getting a little bit of that. Oh my gosh, I don't own a house. I don't have any kids. I still have school debt. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have like a, I don't have a job with a corporate IRA that they're matching and right, I have right. a retirement plan and <laughs> I, I should be 20 years into saving for a house by now. I was getting all that in my head, right? Because society yeah, tells yeah. you all these things that you're supposed to have done by now. And I thought, gosh, I need to just like, let that go. Cause you know what, you know what I can do at this age? I can still do this, 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 right, this, right, this. Right, right. And I made a cool video kind of celebrating all of that sort of stuff. And um, I mean, the day has come and it's gone and I don't right. feel any different. Right. <laughs> so I guess it's not a big deal, but honestly, I think you're as old as you feel you're as old as you want to act. Yeah. Like. absolutely. And then that's funny because it kind of took me getting to 40 to realize that when you meet an 80 year old person, they're just 40 years old and they're just in their yeah. own brain. Like they're yeah. young. Yeah. Their body might be failing them. They might look old in their face and everything else, but they're just like you in their brain. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I always used to treat old people differently. Right. And I used yeah. to like think, Oh gosh, she's just an old lady. <laughs> But that's going to be me in 30 years, right? Right. <laughs> They're just little girls inside their heads. Yep. It's weird. It's so weird getting older. And also, too, I, I, I've thought about it and I was grateful in the moment. I'm like, not many people have made it this long. Mm-hmm. There's so many people that don't get to make it to 40. Yep. So I'm like grateful that, I'm, that I can be 42. But uh, yeah, I definitely get Botox. <laughs> Uh, only like twice a year, but I, I, I do fight the wrinkles. I'm not going to lie. You do fight the wrinkles. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I, I really like, I didn't, you know, but you look so young. Your face is such a baby face. It's called just don't wear makeup ever. Go like, (laughs) go the, the butch dyke route and you don't ever age. That's really what it's about. (laughs) Oh my gosh. we went we took we took like a week vacation uh to lake michigan which we loved um just as a family to celebrate for mine and that was like the first time in a long time i totally disconnected i made the promise to my wife and kids i said i'm not gonna post on instagram or any other social media the entire time we're here um and i even hardly like i checked it a couple times but i didn't like i just didn't interact you know and it was I don't know, like just that disconnecting from social media was like amazing for mm-hmm. like five days. I was like, oh, like, you come back and you're like, oh, how do I do this again? Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you know, our good our good friend Shar turned 40 in November. So like there's a bunch right. of us who like yes. hit 40 this year. Yep. Um in the maker community. So it's fun. And I think especially when I talk to like younger makers on the podcast, like, I don't know, like, I feel like, okay, I get it. Like I found out who I was in my thirties and now like, I can't wait for my forties. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, I just did so much growing in that time period. Yeah. And even though I feel like I'm 25 in my head, so my age in my head is like 25. Cause I'm still like a complete goofball. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but you couldn't pay me to go back to being 25. Like, ever. <laughs> oh my God. Same. Yes. Yeah. Um, what do you, uh, 
what are you looking forward to? I get to talk to you and it's towards the end of 2021. So what are you looking forward to next year? Hmm. Well, I still got a lot of like work to do on myself. I think that's just going to be a never ending battle for me. <laughs> um, for all of us, if that yeah. makes you feel any better. <laughs> but really, truly, I mean, I don't know if anybody's listening to this and, and you feel like I feel what I'm about to say, like reach out to Katie or I, because I feel like sometimes I don't know what the, F I'm doing. What the heck am I doing? <laughs> Not only that, but like sometimes I get so down on myself, I can barely get out of bed. Mm -hmm. I'm like, and then I start second guessing, like, did I make the right choices? Mm -hmm. Am I doing the right career? Um, you know, is what I'm doing really valuable to others? Um, mm -hmm. and I and I get sad sometimes. So I feel like that is a constant thing with me. And I might also kind of act out and drink a whole bottle of wine, <laughs> which doesn't sound like a terrible idea sometimes, but if you do it more than three times a week, I think you got a problem. And I've been on that, I've been on that um, side of things too. So I need to really like search out, like ask for help when I need it, reach out, get, you know, try to reach out to someone strong and maybe go to a couple AA meetings, honestly. Well, you know, you know what, Ms. Jody, shortly after we were at Make 48 together, I stopped drinking. Wow. And it was, uh, it's still sometimes daily, <laughs> multiple mm. times a day. It is still very much a like, God damn, I want to drink. Um, Dang, good for you. <laughs> But so if you, if you do ever want to chat, I'm like here for it because yeah. I'm like, you know, I really, 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 really realized that nothing good has ever come from when I was really intoxicated. So yeah. uh, let's oh, be healthier totally. about it. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be healthy. I, and I've noticed too, like just recently, like my knee hurts and how many things are connected to your knee. You need to take mm -hmm. care of your feet. You take care of your ankle joints. You got to strengthen your hamstrings. You got to do all these things to make your knee strong, you know. Yeah. And then if you're not, if you're just sitting on your butt and drinking an entire twelve pack of Topo Chico seltzers, <laughs> that's not helping anything, especially your liver. Right. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? And I just, and that was, that's kind of where I was going. I'm like, I'm hurting myself, and if I want to make it to seventy and still be able to stand at my tool shed table mm -hmm. or whatever, and and build things and pick up right. half sheets of plywood i need to be better to my body mm -hmm. so 2022 i need to chill i need to like take care of myself but i told my husband i was like i just don't care about exercising and i need to care and i want to care and the hardest thing for me is like taking a step out the door in a tennis shoe <laughs> like i'm like uh-uh no i don't want to go do it <laughs> I was like, I've actually, I'm not lying, Katie. I looked up hypnotists to try to get to. Yeah. <laughs> I thought if hypnotism works, I want to be hypnotized into wanting to work out. Yeah. <laughs> even, going, like, even just doing yoga, something. Right. I need to be better to my body. So 2022, better for my body, reaching out to friends, not being a hermit, working hard. Um, yeah, and maybe trying to pay off that little last bit of school loan. Small, small victories. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, too, nothing too crazy. <laughs> too crazy. That's, about I, you. 
Oh, I've got like on my list is just like projects, things that I want to make um, that have been on my list for a while. And then actually I'm, I'm in the process right now of applying for grad school Whoa! Um, to go get my master's in hopefully 3D design and art. So amazing. Yeah, that's been, I'm absolutely terrified about that. And I'm like 99% convinced they're just going to look at my shit and go, nope. But <laughs> like, <laughs> no. I'm applying anyway. So yeah. that's kind of a. That's where my, uh, I'll call that my mini midlife crisis of like, <laughs> what am I going to do? Um, kind of like you instead of the, like, cause I have a, a job, day job stuff that's not related to making or anything like oh. that at all. And I, I think COVID and, um, you know, just being on lockdown and like, looking at the state of our country and stuff I'm yeah. like I can't keep doing what I'm doing like I just can't yeah. so it's kind of one of those like well what am I gonna do <laughs> you know, type, type conversations um yeah. and, I, and I knew I wanted something drastically different so mm -hmm. that's that's the route it's taking me so far Dang, that's awesome. Wow. Are you going to, is it a local place, a local school? Yeah. So the University of Iowa is, is in the same, is where I live. Um, no. And so that would be the hope, you know, that I can get into their program since it's local. Mm -hmm. um, but otherwise, you know, maybe potentially if there is an online option. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, there's great programs out there and I know that, but it does get more difficult to like uproot an entire family um yeah you know and my wife has a career and um she's she's older than I am and she's not that far from retirement and so I would not want to yank her out of like what she's been worked her whole for life her. for that kind of stuff yeah. yeah dang wow that's a lot you have to keep us posted on that I will <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <clears throat> are we going to see you at workbench con this in February Yes, ma'am. I will be there. I will be there. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited about that. I I don't know. I mean, if if you've never been to Workbench Con, it's like in your in your maker in any sense, it's awesome because mm -hmm. you get to like meet so many people and and all this stuff. But two years ago, I'll be honest, I was a little bit um, disappointed. Yeah, a lot of their classes, I go in like with high hopes, and I'm like, this is just somebody humble bragging mm -hmm. about their lives. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, eh, I'm not learning anything. Right. The one the one class I did have a lot of fun with that is um his handle is once upon a workbench. Mm -hmm. Yes, I was in that class too. Yeah. He did awesome. Super cool. Yeah, that yeah. was really fun and just such a fun idea about getting people to follow things on through yeah. your stories yeah. and click on things about oh, that was so cool. And a bunch of other I did a bunch of other classes too, but it was more about the meeting people. Yeah. Um, I had a good time doing that. But if they don't make it really worth the money, I don't know how many more times I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So that to the two years ago, I did carving and I did the parent oh. panel. Um, okay. And then this February, I'll be on a panel with Char and I'll be doing a carving demo. Nice. I think I'll be doing a, a live episode of the podcast too. So, um, yeah, last year was the first, or two years ago was the first time of, like, getting paid. Mm -hmm. Oh, to, that's nice. To, to work. Um, 
not by the conference i got my ticket but you know oh, <laughs> um okay. i had to get like brand sponsorship and stuff but oh, okay. this will be the first time of like yeah getting paid by the conference and that's really that cool yeah Dang. yeah, yeah i couldn't really honest cool. to be honest i couldn't afford it unless i was getting paid to be there um mm -hmm. and i think this will be at least the last one I go to for a little while because I want to go to Maker Camp. So that I want to go yeah. to next fall is Maker Camp as well. That was awesome. Yeah, that's right. You were there. I forgot about mm -hmm. that. That was so much fun. And I mean, when are you ever going to get a chance to do forging? Yeah. <laughs> Just grab a piece of metal and start whacking on it and melt it down and bend it. And I would never, ever, ever know even know where to go for that. Yeah. So just to be able to do that, just to jump in and go take a class. I did um, uh, pewter, like pouring multiple yeah. pewter into all those. Oh, it was so much fun and making jewelry, sewing, epoxy. And then again, like just everybody was so much fun there. Mm -hmm. And the whole campground was just like Redneck Riviera. It was so <laughs> much fun. And you did, you didn't, you didn't stay at the campgrounds though, right? You got a place. Oh, I got an Airbnb just down the street. Mm -hmm. I just that's just my go to. Yeah, I don't like staying at the venues of any event. I like I'd rather stay off campus and come in because I know I'm going to get exactly what I want. Yeah, I can pick the type of house I want the room, whatever right. accommodations that I want. Because sometimes these hotels and maker camp people will tell you they're junk. Yeah, or like they're not good quality or they have a bad bed bug rating or right. whatever it may be. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, no, I'm just going to stay off campus. And it worked out great because I got that was sponsored for me from T Total Boat. And then it was such a big house. I was able to accommodate three other people mm -hmm. to stay there with me. And it worked out really nice. It was yeah. really great. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, let's keep chatting for next year because I would yeah. down on an Airbnb with you. Yeah. And it was yeah. so cheap. It was only like $127 a night. That is cheap. So <laughs> cheap. I was like, this is amazing. One are you sure? And then never for a penny more. So I'm like, okay. I thought about that route for workbench. The problem is, is like, because it's in Atlanta, it's like you end up being so far away mm. and um, from the venue. And since like two years ago and this time, like I get my room. So oh yeah, that's nice. It's kind of like that. I do appreciate that because it's like, okay, yeah. I'm old in that sense. Like 10.30, my ass is tired. I'm going to bed. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you have to be there for classes, right? Yeah. You have to be there to like show stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. probably better that you're there. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but I'll probably be driving it again this year, uh, okay. which is, it's a long ass drive. It's a 12 hour drive for me, but when it's because of the power carving bit of it i'm like mm -hmm. i just don't want to check that much equipment or ship that much equipment and have it the potential of it not showing up or being damaged or mm -hmm. whatever right yeah because you got all that stuff it's like you kind of have to do that no because i'll be basically bringing the same setup that i brought mm -hmm. to make 48 um for my demo so it's like okay. like that jaw horse thing i had that horse thing. The, i mean that thing is pricey. heavy yeah, yeah. <laughs> heavy duty yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are awesome i have one of those things and yeah i can barely 
pick it up sometimes. So I can only imagine. Could you imagine checking that? Yes, that'll be over six hundred dollars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then it comes through baggage claim, and it's all banged like pieces. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I think I would cry. In fact, I know I would cry. <laughs> no way. Well, I'm excited. That'll be fun. I'll be great. It'll be great to see you. Yes. And we'll definitely have to do something. I know they always provide food and stuff, but I like to go out and yes, get no. like, my we'll, own food. We'll go out and get food. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Usually I'm always like late to the food part anyway. So there's like mm. nothing ever left by the time that I get there. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And actually, right right by the um, venue, there is a bowling alley slash mm-hmm. restaurant. Mm-hmm. And we could go there and yeah, maybe we can go karaoke. Okay. I don't know. We'll figure something out. I think we'll they f- are going to have a DJ night this time. <gasps> yes. Like dancing? Yes. Because I had like um, Alicia of Pneumatic Attic and stuff like that. She was like, I so need to go someplace with you where there's a DJ and just like get down. And I was like, I think there's supposed to be one at WorkbenchCon this year. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. And don't forget if you, your stickers, I'm going to, I forgot yes. stickers last time. So I know I was just thinking, I'm like, I better actually get more ordered. So I have them in time for February. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to make some new ones too. Mine just right now have a symbol and no one knows what that is. So I need to make like the words on it. Well, now that you've been on, especially since you've been on the podcast, you will get a crafting the revolution sticker. <gasps> you know, you've been on the podcast. <laughs> the wall. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, Ms. Joni, we're at the like end of our chat time together. Um, so I want to give you a chance to let everyone know where to find you at. I know we talked about Instagram, but how can they find you on Instagram? <laughs> There's only one place to find me, guys. <laughs> That's on Instagram. Just yes. add Joni Sprague. Joni as like Joni loves Chachi. Sprague. <laughs> You know, there's a chance that like a third of my audience is not going to get that reference. Oh, no. Are we aging ourselves again? Yes. (laughs) J-O-A-N-I-E-S-P-R-A-G-U-E. Joni Sprague. Do do you ever ask your parents, why is it Sprague and not Sprague? (laughs) I know, right? It's funny. I've done like the, the... the genealogy thing yeah, and, I, yeah. and it goes back and I, I've, I've never spelled it any differently. So <laughs> don't know. <laughs> Is it you Polish? You want. It's uh, Irish. Irish. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was thinking, isn't P- Pittsburgh's like a lot of Polish, isn't it? Isn't that where like my husband's last name? Oh, yeah, I, I've adopted his last name. I took yeah. his name. My maiden name is Dodds, which is English. And I'm also Finnish and German. So I'm all the white things. <laughs> I'm actually so white, I'm blue. Look. <laughs> I, let's have a contest the next time we see each other. I'm pretty sure I will beat you with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Well, because isn't, I thought like pierogies and stuff, isn't that Polish? Pittsburgh. Yes, that's, so Pittsburgh is probably like one of the greater melting pots of the country. So we've got tons of Polish, Hungarian, Italian, mm-hmm. um, uh, all Eastern Bloc type folks, German, and just so many, uh, what's the other one? Um, 
Oh gosh. It's right on the tip of my tongue, but there's big sects of yeah. like Eastern Bloc yeah. good food places there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My first serious uh, girlfriend was from was from Pittsburgh. Grew up there, mm. um, and so that's how I got really into the Steelers and uh, yeah. got introduced to um, pierogies for the first time ever. And I was like, "This is like food from the gods. Like, how mm-hmm. have I not known about this food my entire life?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're delicious. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> mm. <Now> I'm hungry. <sighs> Here you go. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, thank All right. you for chatting today, Joni. This was so much fun, Katie. All right. So again, that was Joni. And I will include the links on how you can check her out and follow along with her in the show notes for today's episode. Where you can find those is first check the description for the episode in your podcast app. If you're watching this on YouTube, check the description box down below. And lastly, you can head on over to freemanfurnishings.com forward slash podcast and find today's episode as well as all the previous episodes uh, there with the show notes and the links to follow all these fabulous people. While uh, you are checking out the show notes, make sure to follow along with the podcast over on Instagram at Crafting a Revolution. And uh, while there, you can come on over and say hi to me at Freeman Furnishings, because when I am not uh, talking to fabulous people and making podcast episodes, you can find me designing and making furniture and other home decor at freemanfurnishings.com and at Freeman Furnishings across all social media platforms. Though, to be real, I'm probably uh, most active on Instagram and second most active on TikTok. So at Freeman Furnishings on both of those, come on over and say hi. Thanks uh, for joining me for the first two uh, new episodes for the start of the year 2022. Um, I can tell you that 2022 is probably going to bring some changes to the podcast. Um None of them bad. Uh, podcast isn't going anywhere, just some changes. Uh, one may be uh, dropping a few episodes, um, dropping a couple of the episodes off a month. So instead of doing um, two a week, it might be three every two weeks, something like that. So look for that to come as well as um, some shorts of conversations between uh, Katie and myself that are, those are some of the things we're talking about. So just so you know, there are some changes coming. We're not going anywhere. We're going to still keep talking to amazing makers, but might the, the format might may change just a slight little teeny, tiny, tiny, tiny bit. All right. So with that, please uh, have a fantastic weekend. And uh, as always, let's go craft a revolution. Pollution for the toxic masculinities Pollution is the constant evolution Of a broken institution So here's our resolution For crush a revolution